Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. All right, we got a goal here. It is... Brent Clark, the defenseman, the LA Kings draft pick scoring for Canada. So we're looking good. I'm not counting any chickens, mainly because they made me get rid of the chickens, Derek. They, they, <laughs> they don't let me keep chickens in the in the in the hockey studio. Well, thanks to you, none of us can have them now. Yeah, I ruined it for everybody. You really did. Uh, it used to be everybody might be able to have a bird or two because there was you know such you, you could conceal one or two birds. Absolutely. And then I brought in like a couple dozen chickens. Now nothing. And it was like no birds in the building. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I ruined it for everybody. I love it. Anyway, Canada's up 5-2 with 9.46 left in the third of the United States. They're looking good. Uh, Rob Brown's going to join us a little bit later on for his uh, thoughts on this game. Of course, he himself a uh, world junior gold medalist back in the day. Didn't look good early in this one. United States started the game really well. They had a 2-0 lead at one point, but Canada has fought back. So the uh, goal scorers, Bedard, Stankoven, Fantilli, Waugh, and Clark. And uh, Milic has made some pretty good saves in net as the shots are 43-33 in favor of the uh, United States. I, now I really wonder what it would be like if I just had just had some chickens around me during the show. Well, I think, it, I mean, bring in a couple at nighttime, right? Because, you know, there's not a whole lot of us here at nighttime. We'll give it a shot. Yeah, if it those, goes well, we bring them in in the daytime. Those night chickens. Totally. <laughs> Watch out for those night chickens. <laughs> That'd be a good cop show, Night Chickens. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a special kind of special force. I don't know. <laughs> they used Let's to have eggs in space on the Muppets, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, got to lighten it up after uh, all the Oilers stuff from the uh, last half hour. Where are we here? Oh, yeah, I got to give you these scores. Well, there's only one NHL game currently on the ice. 13 and a half minutes left in the third. It is 3-0 for the Devils leading the Red Wings. Lightning and Wild later, Stars and Ducks later, and uh, in the NBA, seven and a half minutes left in the third. Bucks lead the Raptors 50-48. Full practice uh, for the Oilers today. You heard some of the comments earlier on. Uh, we might drop in some comments from Barry and Dreisaitl if we have time tonight as well. As tomorrow at 5.30, it's the face-off show. Game is at 7. Islanders in town. They played earlier this season in Long Island, and that was the night uh, Sorokin made 50 saves and the Oilers lost 3-0. Okay, he joins us every week here at Inside Sports. He is provided by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. Former NHL goaltender, now a broadcaster with the NHL on Rogers, Edmonton native Kelly Rudy. Kelly, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Reading yourself? I am doing okay. Happy New Year. Good to have you on the show. And uh, for, for 2023, did you make any New Year's resolutions or not? No, I uh, I think that I tried that a number of years ago and, and none of them ever stuck more than 
two weeks or a month. So I, I've given up on that about, oh, probably 40 years ago, something like that. <laughs> and yeah. yourself? Yourself? No, no, not really. I always figure if there's something I would like to try or change in my life or recommit to, why not just do it? when you're ready to do it or when you feel like you should do it don't yeah, yeah. go by the the change in the in the calendar now i will say this after usually uh overindulging with food at christmas time sometimes it does make sense at the start of january to say okay i gotta get back to, <laughs> to eating a little more normally but uh but that's just i think the the natural cycle of of coming out of the indulgence of the christmas season <laughs> Okay, I'm with you there. That's for sure. There's no, yeah, yeah. At times when you're uh, you're going as as a, as a, a reminder for me, uh, I was thinking about it last night. I went. I was in Winnipeg uh, last night for the Flames game, but on Monday night, uh, Rick Ball, uh, my broadcast partner, and uh, three other people, we went out for a steak. And I was thinking, you know what? That's the third huge steak I've had in like ten days. And so. My thought was, you know, I don't think uh, I think I'm going to stay away from steak for the next little while, although I absolutely love it. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be tough. OK, well, hey, uh, the, the 2023 Oilers uh, started with a loss last night. Um, man, oh, man. I, I mean, we're almost at the halfway point of the season. Rob and I talked about it a lot last night. It's it's a lot of the same shortcomings we've seen over and over again. Turnovers, not hard enough plays with the puck, not hard enough plays in front of their own net defensively and down low defensively. You know, and you've whether it's the Oilers or, or other teams you've watched or maybe even teams you've played on, Kelly. I, I'm sure you've you've seen yeah. or experienced players who make those same mistakes over and over again or just can't seem to get it right even though they probably knew what know what they're doing wrong how how do things like that get fixed how can they get fixed well it it's there's no easy solution but it starts with in today's nhl it starts with video looking at uh, the mistakes and recognizing what you're doing wrong pointing out all the things not just uh picking and choosing certain uh, mistakes. So all mistakes have to be identified. And then working on that in practice, uh, practice habits are incredibly important. Um, and I know in today's NHL, practices are very hard. Uh, practice schedules are hard to come by. Uh, all teams talk about it with the condensed schedule and all these other factors, uh, four mandatory days off a month but you have to find a way to fit in enough practices where you can go to school and, and learn and identify problems. And then it's simply when you get out to those situations, in those situations in a game, then you've got to execute. And uh, I was, I have to admit, I didn't watch your game, of course, last night. I was working my own game, but I watched the highlights and every single one of the major mistakes that I looked at, they're all fixable. It's not as though I look at that team and the, the goals that uh, Kraken scored yesterday and go, oh, oh boy, they're just overmatched. They, you know, what can they do? It, everything it looked to me was uh, not simple, but you can correct all the mistakes that they're making right now. And that's a positive. The, the negative is I'm starting to get quite worried because at this point in the season, you'd like to think that you've made a lot of progress in your defensive coverage and your your energy. 
level should never be at the level where I thought it dropped to last night for the Oilers. And and then when you combine those with uh, turnovers, that's a, that's a bad formula. Yeah, I think that's all pretty relevant, what you said. And the, the thing is that, that I find a little – and look, of, of course players aren't perfect. I'm not saying, well, nope. you'll never make a mistake or never – like, yes, of course things are still going to happen. I, I'm just saying it happens too often. And the thing that I find a little befuddling, Kelly, is – it's happening from players who I have seen play better in the past. I mean, I, I know some fans don't want to hear this, but quite frankly, to me, inexperience is an excuse. I mean, you can't, I, I don't judge rookies the same way as I judge veterans, but yeah. it's, it's not, it's not the, the, you know, the Dylan Holloway's of the world uh, making some of the big mistakes. And that's what I find a little more um confusing most of this team um played really well you know starting you know about a year ago about 11 months ago and and, and into the into the playoffs last year now some of those same guys you don't see the same game from them yeah and and you know uh, not just the Oilers but just league-wide sometimes it is a little bit uh, frustrating when you look at certain teams and certain players individuals and you say uh, you know, I, I, I know you can do it because I, I, I witnessed it before. I know that you can play with that urgency. And I always bring up that, uh, that word or the energy because those things you can control. You know, sometimes you can't control if the puck bounces on you just as you're going to make a clearing attempt and the other team steals it and it's in your net. Some of those things are just attributed to bad luck or bad timing. But when your energy level and your commitment to your game and the team game isn't at the level that I've uh, seen before, then you have to question why. Like, how are you getting ready for a game? How are you preparing? Are you are you making sure that, uh, you know, you're getting to bed on time? Are you making sure that you're, you're doing uh, enough in your workouts to make sure that you have that energy? All those little things, they add up to everything. Kelly Rudy joining us then at Inside Sports. So, as as we continue to wait in oil country for things to kind of turn around, yeah. uh, you know, they did last year. I, you know, I guess the coaching change was a demarcation point, but mm-hmm. it still takes several games. I, you know, in hindsight, you look back and say, okay, well, the coaching changed. But while you're watching it, it, it can take several games or, or even several weeks before you sort of feel like, oh, okay, wow, this has been a good run. But in your experience, can something – you know, can one game or even a moment in a game, can, can that, can, can something so significant happen that it can change the direction of a whole season? Not generally. Um, I, I will say I do have personal experience where one game did change a season for me, but that was just me. That wasn't the entire team. That was just me to help me get out of a, a funk. But uh, I can't say that I've really experienced one particular game or a moment in a game or a period of a game where I thought, okay, this is this is the team I think we can be in moving forward. I don't see us uh, slipping backwards. Um, I can see a stretch of games, though, clearly, where you get it back on track. And then when you look back, you go, okay, in hindsight, when I look at that stretch of seven games or ten games, that was the turning point for our season, but it, it never usually was as immediate as one particular game or one moment. What was the moment for you, though, where you felt things changed for you in a season? Well, I I was uh, struggling mightily, and I just finally came to my senses in the sense that I thought, okay, 
I have to just focus on me. I, we were playing bad defensively, uh, but I was a big part of that. And the players had lost their trust in me. And so I just felt like, okay, here's the deal. I'm just going to play the position how it's supposed to be played. And I don't care if everybody else makes 15 mistakes every single shift. I'm just going to do my job. And if the other team scores, it's not going to be my fault because I'm not going to add to another uh, another mistake by trying to cover up somebody else's. And it was a really good game for me. Uh, I believe we won seven to one. I told the coach uh, at the time, I don't care if I lose 11 nothing or 11 one. I'm going to play just my game and I don't care about any of the mistakes in front of me. And it was a really good lesson. And then. I think I lost the next game 2-1, then I went on a bit of a run. That's an interesting lesson. So you almost have to think a little bit, not selfishly, but you also have to think maybe self-centered. You almost, Sometimes yeah. maybe you have to be a little self-centered to help the team as a whole. 100%. I, you know, I have no problem in saying uh, one of the all-time greatest goal scorers in this game, and unfortunately we lost him last year, Mike Bossy. He could be uh, fairly uh, selfish in a good way. And uh, I certainly hope your listeners take that properly because Mike was so great at what he did. But if he didn't score, he was not happy. And, and that was the selfishness that I loved because he knew his importance to the team. And there's nothing wrong with that. I've always said about players, in particular, when they're in a really good shooting position and they pass off, there's no shame in being selfish. Shoot the puck. That's what you're supposed to do. And so, yeah, that's how I broke it down, that I needed to be more about an, just an, a, an individual on the team as opposed to trying to cover up everybody else's mistakes. Yeah, well, that's, a, I mean, that's the old Bill Belichick thing, right? Do your job. Yeah, you know, there you, you go. Know, like, right? But that, that's sometimes you do have to look at it. That's a bossy's job was to score goals. That's so, right. you know, if he didn't, you feel he felt like he failed, right? Yep, that's exactly right. And I, I will tell you this, Mike, though, uh, it was never, let's just say uh, we had a 5-2 win and he didn't score a goal. He was never uh, disappointed about the victory but he was disappointed about not scoring and, and he knew his importance, right? On that team, he was the rifle man and he knew he had to uh, put the puck in the net. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a simple way to look at it. Right. But it's probably hard for players when they are going through a tough time to, to think about it that, that simply, I suppose, but good for you. You did it that season. Yeah. That's a really good story. Okay. Uh, what do you got coming up this week? Uh, I'm pretty good. I just have to watch some hockey tonight and tomorrow. And then I travel to Toronto, and then I'm on the road, I believe, for 11 or 12 uh, nights coming up. So I've got a fairly busy schedule, but that's okay. I'm starting to get into the rhythm and, and starting to enjoy some of my travels again. Right on. That sounds great, Kelly. Thanks for checking in tonight. Kelly Rudy provided by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. We have a shorthanded empty netter by Team Canada. I believe it's Waugh getting his second of the game. So 6-2 for Canada over the United States. They're going to win, and they're going to play Czechia in the final at the World Juniors. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. Minute 30 left, 6-2 Canada leading the United States at the uh, World Juniors. It was 2-0 for the United States. Canada taking over after that really good goaltending by Thomas Millich as well. So there you go. Canada's going to play Czechia for the gold medal tomorrow. The Oilers will be playing the New York Islanders tomorrow, trying to end a five-game winless skid on home ice. They lost in a shootout to St. Louis, four straight regulation losses since then. Three of those five games... They had a two-goal lead at some point in the game. Tyson Berry tries to explain it. You know, you look at the five games we've lost at home, we've probably been in control of most of them and, and played, for the most part, fairly well. I think last night um, was a bit of a, a you know, microcosm of what's been happening. We play well, and then you let it, you know, instead of being up two in control in the game, you go bang, you know, 10, 15-minute stretch, you're chasing by two, and... You know, it seems to be biting us in different ways. You know, we'll be taking too many penalties one night, odd man rush another night. Last night, you know, probably box outs, D zone. And so we've got to find a way to, you know, we do it at times. We play, you know, consistent uh, throughout the game and we find ways to do it. But then there's times where different areas of our game just aren't good enough. And last night it was, you know, our, our box outs and our D zone and um, we let us down. So uh, we've got a, you know, we had a good meeting in here, really good hard practice, good skate. And, you know, there's only one way through it is communication and hard work. And um, we certainly did that today. All right, a little bit there from Tyson Berry as uh, the Oilers search for answers, especially on home ice this season. Leon Drysaddle also commented on the five-game home winless skit. The inconsistency uh, right now is obviously way way too big in our game. Um, you know, we play a, a fairly solid uh, first period and then uh, get scored on, and it just seems like yeah, it goes downhill from there. So we gotta you know grab those momentum swings a little better and, and do a better job of um, you know understanding that teams will will have a push, teams will score on us and, and, and make it a game. But uh, we gotta continue to, to play our game. So something that that we can do better. Yeah, it went south quickly. Obviously, against the uh, Kraken last night, the two quick goals to, to tie it up initially, and then they got two more later to take the lead. You can even go back to that game against New Jersey. Two goals in seven seconds. New Jersey tied it and then went ahead. St. Louis scoring a couple times in the last, what was that, about eight minutes of the game to erase a 3-1 deficit, including the one in the last minute when the Oilers were on the power play. And uh, Dreisaitl said maybe they just got to be a little uh, tougher between the years here. We gotta earn that belief. We gotta work at our game to trust our game that we start to believe in ourselves again. And I think lately we, we've been a little fragile. Maybe um, you know when teams you know come back on, a, on us or, or we, we we give up one when, when having the lead. And um, I think that's something where we, we just have to man up and and, and um, you know be a little more mature in, in the way that we we go about those momentum swings. Like I said earlier, so yeah, it's something that that you know we we know we can fix 
Uh, well, I think they can fix it. Again, I'm going to be optimistic about it. It's just been a, a long wait for them to fix it to the extent where you see, I, I mean, even six or seven good games in a row. And you're not going to win all those. And, and look, they did play pretty well against the Jets on Saturday night, but couldn't get the victory. That'll happen. But then you've seen a lot of home ice losses where they've had sections of the game or, or long stretches of the game where they've clearly been an inferior team and they've clearly been making costly, costly mistakes. So they continue to battle against that. All right. Happy to hear from you at 780-496-0063, the CertainTeed hotline. CertainTeed is the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed pro all the way. Canada was down early, but then they responded to beat the United States at the World Juniors. The game just ended. Rob Brown will tell you how they came back.